welcome to the show. Uh, I'm so excited, Milan, to talk about not only your company, but also, well, also for people who are listening and not watching, there's a ridiculous backdrop that he has full of every phone that ever existed in modern, like pretty much if you're 38, you've seen a, you've seen one version or another of every one of these. Uh, yeah. So that's a whole nother topic. But I'm also excited to talk to you just in general about, about education. We, we kind of had a, a short call a little while ago and nerded out on it. And I think this is one of those shows that will go down as like, I, I hope people learn about your company. I hope they learn about you. Um, but I hope they think about how they think of education and like what, what needs to change and like how they factor into that change. I, I hope that this is a show where people listen to it and are like, Oh shit. Like maybe there's a different way to do stuff. So, so with all of that as a, as a preset, welcome to the show. No pressure. Thanks for having me. Um, I'm excited to get into all of it as well. And yeah, I agree. I mean, at, at, from our level, I hope that anyone who is trying to work in ed tech is going to think about how to solve the problems in the industry at a higher level. But like for the individual, it's totally going to be a, you know, in like culture, right? Like a question of what are the choices you make for education and why, why are you making those choices? Um, is it actually benefiting you? Uh, we both and, have uh, a lot of strong opinions on this topic. I'm excited <laughs> yes. to dive in. And the um, phones, of course, you know, like it's 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 my infatuation with tech, I guess, that kind of got us to got me to this company as well. And um, yeah, I used to hoard these phones in a Ziploc bag over the years. And it's 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 good to no longer be a hoarder and instead have it displayed nicely on my wall and have a great conversation topic when I hop on Zoom calls and, you know, the remote world. For, for the listener, fear not. I just took a sweet screen grab. Don't worry. Your face looked fine. Your hand was up. I took a great screen grab to share with the socials of this backdrop. Cause it's so awesome. Um, why don't we start here? Why don't we start with the company? Let's sure. talk about your company. So people have a context of like why we're even doing this. Then I'm curious to learn a little bit about your history and kind of what brought you here between like what happened between the first cell phone and now, uh, yeah. where you run this company and then we'll carve the rest of the time for us to sort of uh, really lay the cards out as to like how we see education in general. And, you know, I, I want to, I guess the one thing I want to say before we, everyone starts thinking about this to me, and I think we agreed on this on our last time we chatted, like education doesn't necessarily have to mean formal institution. No. I think the concept of learning, like I almost feel like for the rest of the call, like I or the rest of the show, I, I would refer to education as just learning in general. I feel like we, we don't necessarily as a society think about learning the right way anymore because we constantly tie it to like some sort of bubble on LinkedIn. It's like, I got to fill this box. And so it's education has a value to it as opposed to learning, which is in like never ending value. So that's a little side side. Bubble. Definitely. I fully agree. And you know, just on that learning point too, like I feel like a traditional education has beat the love of learning out of people by how, you know, formulaic and structured and inapplicable it is to today's world. And then you know, you get into the job market and once you finally get a job, you realize I have to learn forever. Like if I want to right. excel, you got to learn on the job and whatever other ways you can outside of it too. I completely uh, agree with you. So let's, <clears throat> let's start with the company. We'll give people context and then we will maybe deconstruct uh, how we got to this point. Cool. All right. Well, a, a quick overview, I guess, on auto is we really believe that uh, a lot of the solutions that exist out there are really great when it comes to the curriculum that's been created or the courses that have been created. Like there's Coursera's, edX's of the, and like edX's of the world that are creating courses and curriculum. Um, and then there's, you know, Chegg and, and, and all of these other companies creating like digital tutors. 
And then on the job side of things in the world, right, there's LinkedIn, there's Upwork, there's all these opportunities and places where there's jobs that they need to fill. The gap between the two is what the problem is. Um, and, and even greater than that, when we look at college as an institution for creating that workforce or that next workforce, it's failing right now. Like just simply it's failing, right? When the average graduate is in debt for 21 years after graduation. So what we do at Auto is uh, we partner with various course providers. Specifically right now we have Coursera and edX, um, Path Unbound, a couple others, but we bring users to our site. And if you have no idea what career path you want, we push you down a personality questionnaire to basically understand who you are, how realistic are you, how artistic are you, how enterprising are, are you. And uh, from all of that, we can then recommend a specific career path. Then the next two components of the assessment are figuring out what are your past experiences. It could literally be anything. You could have been um, you know, a, a water polo assistant coach. You could have been um, you know, a waiter or a hostess. Uh, you know, within any of those fields, we ask you to tell us those and we want to understand and we read those using natural language processing to kind of see like who, like what, what valid experience from that could actually be applicable. Maybe you managed inventory, maybe you helped hire staff. Those are real skills. Um, and then finally, we, we test you on the actual skills that you need for the career path that we recommend to see what your starting point is. From there, you complete courses and certificates that are stitched together uniquely. So your graphic design you know, track, for example, might have some courses from edX, some from Coursera, some from Path Unbound. Um, and with every course you complete, every certificate you gain, uh, we recommend different jobs that you have a high likelihood of matching with and being successful in. And you know, the more you complete, the more you can charge, the more you can earn, the better opportunities you get. I mean, honestly, I, this reminds me of what I have to imagine was going on in Bradley Cooper's head in Limitless. If yes. you just take, if you're like, you know what, like I, I want to have a second job and maybe it's only for a couple months. Like personally, yeah. I, I just want to get really, really good at this one thing. And maybe it's just like one part of a much bigger thing down the road. But like right now I want to be really good at sales. I want to learn how to track. I want to learn how to use a CRM. I want to be this. Like I basically can go to auto and I can be like, oh, here's the test. And you're kind of like, man, maybe you're not that guy. Maybe I want to learn it. And, and I'm like, no, 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 I want to do sales. And you're like, okay, well, good luck. But we can, we can still build this for you. This is just like pulling. If I took the internet of education and I just pulled in all the pieces and assembled it in a way that made you like a karate star in like three months, like that's kind of what we're doing here, I think. To an extent, yes. And like, you know, we talked about, you mentioned learning early on again, like going back to that point, it, it being different than just formal education, because learning is also being on the job. And so we believe that, you know, you shouldn't have to go to school for four years before you get your first real job that is right. you know, like relevant to what you think you want to do. Turns out you may not like it. It turns out you probably won't use your major, you know? <laughs> and so that's, that's kind of what we're we're hoping to be able to solve for is saying like, you don't have to buy a whole major commit to this. You just need to start with one or two courses and then we can get you in like the entry level version of that job. And uh, someone wants to hire you because you're gonna be really affordable. And uh, on the flip side, you're gonna be willing to be affordable because you just want the real experience and to make some money. You've only completed two courses. Um, right. And from there you learn, do I like this? Do I not? Do I wanna slightly pivot? Maybe I don't like, you know, maybe I, started, I took a couple of graphic design courses. I don't like the technical route I went down. Instead, I want to go down a marketing route, route with it. You know, that's all stuff you find through experience. So that's what we're hoping to be able to help people kind of pivot along their careers. Yeah. I mean, I think, and there's also, also like a part of this that 
you know, the, the other day I was at the office and we had, it was like, I won't name them just on a chance that they listen to this episode. <laughs> Although if they do happen to listen to it, they're going to know exactly what I'm talking about. Um, standing over their shoulder as I was asking them to do a search queue and, you know, the back end of Songfinch, it's not, you know, obviously not as sophisticated as Google, but like, it's not all that different. Like there's inputs, there's categories, tags, just search for shit. Right. And my, this like dumbfounded look on my face as I was watching this individual, like try to get to the search that I was hoping for and like looking the the words that they typed to try to get where I was going. I was just like, holy shit. Like if you're on Google trying to search for stuff, like if this is how you search, if this is the choice of language combos that you word combinations, you put in, you will find nothing, right. which I tell this story only because education is that it's research project before you get there. So if you don't even know what to look up and what to look for, right. you're not going to find it anyway. So the concept of like, Hey, you know what I want to do is like, I want to go on Coursera and I want to put together my own catalog, which I did. I was a very early, uh, I don't know if they still call it this, but they called it MOOC at the time. We still call them MOOCs. Yeah. So I was, I was a very early user of MOOCs. It was like 2011, 2012 with Dr. Levine at Northwestern. He was on the board at Coursera and we were running all kinds of, it was like the first beta that they did with Northwestern University. I loved it. I, I built classes at Stanford, D school to Penn. I was, I had all kinds of shit put together, but I knew what I was searching for. Right. Most people don't. So the concept of like me telling you who I think I am and, and like trying to find my path versus me going to auto and like actually having someone be like, here, let me handcraft it. And I'll put together all these things across all these channels. Like my, my sense is that most people wouldn't even be able to figure it out if, if they knew what they wanted, let alone if they didn't know. Definitely. Um, also for people listening, MOOCs, uh, massive open <laughs> online courses. So like Coursera's edX, like the giant players in that market. Yeah. Um, but I, I fully agree. Like if you take that even a step further, right? We we already assume as a society that people are going to struggle with figuring out where exactly to go after high school. So right. we've created an SAT and an ACT. And the hope is you take that, we, you know, we put you in a box and within that box, you have certain options of colleges and universities that will probably accept you. You go to one of those and that's like your, you know, that's supposed to be your trajectory. Um, it's broken. It's old. It's outdated. That's the truth, right? You know, there's like people who will be up in my comments saying that college is still the best thing in the world. And, you know, it, it helped me and my family get up and, and come up and whatever else. And it's true. It used to work. It, it was working at one point, but it's not now. And, and data tells us that. So like, we have to think of it the same way we think of feeding people content on Netflix or Instagram to keep them engaged. We want to understand who you are from a personality standpoint or like Facebook, right? They want to understand who you are to keep you on there as long as possible uh, to keep selling you ads for your attention. What we're trying to do is say that like we are going to uh, incentivize you with data, the same types of recommendation models to be able to help you make money. And when you make money and you're successful, that's that's when we become successful. So really, that's the carrot here. We got to make it addictive to complete courses and get certificates and, and fun because people like making money. That's the truth. I mean, un unfortunately, it is really quite true. And like the social media thing is a great example because, you know, I was of an age that when Facebook came online, it was only colleges. So mm -hmm. I went to a college, it was Marquette, it was on the campaign, like it had a thing. I had a Facebook in like 2004. And the attention and the addiction was like peering at your peers. And that was enough at the time. And right. it was like posting pictures from the night out before and you make jokes about it. And now we all regret that we posted it, but whatever. 
And fast forward, like even a year and a half, and it was already getting like, oh shit, we got to open this network up to other people because it's, it's not working. It's getting boring. Like the whole like evolution of social is really like a testament to the evolution of like the human attention span. And no matter how much you demand something, you're not going to put the work in unless there's like an immediate feedback loop. And I think that's where like you're heading here is you're, you're kind of saying like, look, the modern program doesn't work because like in high school, junior high kids are bored and they're like kind of done with this topic or like there is not anything I can think of more dissatisfying. And this happened to me in 2012. So like this tells you how bad it has to be today. Yeah. Like I was sitting in a classroom was like, holy shit. I just like, and literally just watched a video on YouTube about the same. I like, learned this yeah, like in 45 minutes and I'm not paying $2,800 a credit hour for it. So like, what am we doing? And so at South by Southwest this year, our, our head of marketing had gone and she was listening in on this panel and it was like some professors and some, you know, young students. And the students said something that like, you know, the professors obviously didn't want to hear, which was that like, look, for our generation, if you can't be as engaging or as interesting as a TikTok video and teach us the information in less than a minute, yeah, then up. like you're not the best way to teach us information because we're going oh, to love that. where the information is. <laughs> And that's true, right? Like that's how I I grew up. Like I, uh, true. I was I was learning everything on YouTube about how to sell and and uh, at the time I was selling turtles. That's a whole other story. But like you know how to how we to, all have to have our start somewhere. Yeah, how to how to create a business, how to make money, and and whatever else. The YouTube was an amazing resource. It still is. I, I think we've just gotten to a point now, as we start to slide off track for the rest of the show, because that's how that's how it goes. It just doesn't work anymore. And it's not, it's, it's, it's not, I mean, it's, it's certain people's fault, but like, it's not generally speaking, any one individual's fault. It's just like information travels really fast and it travels faster every single day. And there's right. new things built and it's not, you know, layered like a parallel line. It used to be like, I'm going to use the, I, I'm using the term man or guy in like a universal form here, just so I don't get canceled. You know, man ways does X, does X. I'm going to learn from that person and try to like, you know, over time, figure out like, what do I want to do based sort of on what I saw my dad do. Right. And then there's going to be a college that sort of befits my economic status, aspirations, intelligence, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Like it just sort of stacked. We entered a world where now information is flowing free faster than ever before. We have single parents, two working parents, mom and dad, single homes, double parent, like it's all over the place. People are traveling internationally. They're communicating via Zoom. There's 17 social handles. They're on Reddit. They're on Discord. They're on Signal. They're on Facebook. They're on Instagram. They're on TikTok. They're on Twitter. I'm going through all of them now. Like, and, and they all serve a different purpose. And like, you're telling me you want me to take, that's my normal life. You want me to go and sit in your hall among 300 people in a, in a fucking like elevated seating and turn my phone off and read this piece of paper that got and written fucking it's forever mostly, ago. It's crazy. And taught by people who are just academics and probably weren't even experts in the field of like, I mean, I don't know. It, it depends. I don't want to like go too far down the like trashing on college route. I'm not trashing on college. I'm trashing but... on the, the, the lack of evolution. There's like a, like, if we pause this for one, I want, I want you to finish this. I just want to add yeah. one piece because I, I think it's important. Like look at any other business, any other business model. If you did not evolve the, the monetization model and you were like, well, Ford made cars in 1905. Yeah. Why don't they buy it? Like they just stopped innovating and just collected the cash and didn't do anything with it. 
and it's like, I think there's absolutely a place for education. Like I learn, I actually like, I'm making jokes about it, but I actually learn really, I, I learn well in the old scenario, better than I probably do on YouTube, except for, you know, necessity, but like they just stopped evolving and now it's left out a, a huge faction of, of people. And that's where we are with that. But like, please continue. Cause I, I get where you're going. I want to, but I want to address what you just said. Like the monetization is part of the problem. There's a monopoly at play here, which is that the universities are thriving right now in the college. Yeah. They're making tons of money off of not only their endowments, but the sports, like the sports, you know, yeah. teams that a lot of these major universities have. Um, there was, a, I, I mentioned this when we first spoke, but there was this tweet I saw the other day that was like, you know, if you're if the highest paid individual at your university is the athletic coach and like that program, it's not a university like that. Right. They have a side hustle in education and their primary focus is athleticism, like, you know, and, and sports. So they're not incentivized to change. And then the government bails people out of, of the loans. And, you know, that's nice for people now, but it doesn't solve the long term problem. But so, OK, I don't want to fully trash on college because you're right. People do learn in those like in those settings really well and those places have a spot to an extent right like uh auto is not creating our future of lawyers yet but right. you know it, or doctors like there's some things that have to really be in person but even those like it just if you know what you want to do at that clearly you a lot of the doctors that end up going to med school like they knew at middle school um you know and that's like a very clear career track to an extent i don't know all that to say the culture is the hardest part i think for college because the data is clear. It's if you are going there specifically just to get a higher paying job and you have to take out loans to do that, it's a terrible investment, especially if it's not at like, and this is the part that's a little tumultuous, but like, especially if you don't go to an Ivy league, then you're, you're, you know, the numbers are even worse, right? Like people will hire certain individuals just because they went to a certain school. But if you didn't go to that upper echelon of schools, um, it's kind of a bad investment. And even then, if you went to those schools, employers aren't really looking for that, you know, where did you go to school as much as now they're looking for? What experience do you have? How are you actually going to be able to drive value here in the first six months? No, I, listen, I totally agree with this. I, where I'm at on, I, I feel like that one, I agree with you on that. Universities is like, there's call it a hundred schools and that's because you're including regional right. and then like con connections and, and that, if you remove the sports teams from all of them, or if you made a not Ivy league anymore, would you care if you went to ISU or Illinois or Northwestern? It no. would only be about the education part of it. And like, to a lesser extent, I almost feel like those who know, know this. And those who don't know, unfortunately are the ones who got had the ones okay. who know when you signed up for one of your Ivy league call, let's extend it out of Ivy league call it 30 to 50 schools. You're paying for a country club. Does, yes. does little Danny want to go to the coast? Then little Danny goes to Yale or he goes to here. Or he goes to there. Like, that that is about the experience the social experience that that person wants to provide their children with or the child wants to take on and there's certain education johns hopkins things that maybe kind of separate out for whatever the reasons if you 100% know what you want to do and you want to dedicate 4 years to being in the right environment to build yourself up and make connections and kind of become yourself while at the same time using things like auto like this isn't mutually exclusive correct yeah. then it it works for you but if it's not if you're not in that person you're paying a huge chunk of change and by the way, like 80% of people change what they want to do, like within like 15 minutes of school. So yes. we, we like our problem, I think is really like, there's a million problems, but like one of the main core problems for, I just go to user experience first is just like, 
why do we have, why does education have to go this way? And then it's like, it's either that or, or it's, it's yours. It's like career online education. It's like, no, right. There's tech and there's old institution. You can have practicums in a, in a big hall. You can also not waste your time going to school today and go on auto and take two or three courses and work through 15 minute increments because that's what your brain does. And then maybe come to the practicum and actually, you know, give a shit. Like it even goes further than that, right? Like these schools, they're limited in the education they can offer you because they're trying to sell you their right. program instead of trying to sell you the best like outcome for you, right? They're not driven by where does this person end up getting a job afterwards? They're just like, you know, they have their supply of curriculum and professors and whatever else, and that's what they provide you. But there's a world of information on the internet. And so the truth is you might be a different learner than me and me from the next person. Some of us are really visual learners. Some of us are auditory learners. Some of us like burst working. Some of us, you know, work in chunks. All of those are factors that need to be considered in how we recommend curriculum. If the goal is how much money can I make at the end of this? How can I get to my dream career? Then the only other question is how can I optimize that experience to make you really qualified to get there as fast as possible? I mean, look, this is uh, pivoting off of the beating on education, um, but still kind of doing that. <laughs> like, I don't think if you're listening to this and you're, and I don't mean this like in the the kind of BS entrepreneur, this isn't Gary V. Um, if you're a true entrepreneur, and again, I'm not debating who's true or not, yeah. but like a person who has literally built a company from ground up, has employees, 10, 20, 50, 100, 1,000, you're dealing with a like problem set that the average neighbor doesn't deal with. It's not on them to figure out who gets employed at their company at the right time. Like it's on me. Being in this position now versus even five years or 10 years ago when I definitely still had a negative opinion about my experience in education, what I have identified is that if you want to be in marketing or you want to be like name, name whatever you're like the highest level you think you're going to get to director, manager, VP, CEO, whatever the fuck it is. Like at that point, there's probably five, if not 10 pivotal roles that you'll occupy in your career. It'll be an associate level sales. It'll be copywriter. It'll be whatever, name your thing. If you are going to school and you're paying a certain amount of money, like tens of thousands, and you haven't even done like, Sign up for theinformation.com and go look at the org chart right. and just like watch the trajectory. If you haven't even figured out what the top job is and like what roles are in the middle of it, then you're never going to make the right choice. Like the school thing, by the time you get to that, it's so removed, it's irrelevant. Auto, in my mind, is a position where I can go, I don't know necessarily where I'm going to stop, but I know I'm going to be in marketing. I know I want to be like kind of in between product and customer. I don't, I'm not tech, but I'm like not totally like, social media manager either, I could go and learn two or three things that get me the first job and then go back to you again in a, a year and grab two or three things more to the next one. And maybe that's why I pivot. And now I go over here and then you get to the point where like, all right, I'm about to be a manager. Do I want to, do I need, or do I want an MBA? And then go yeah. there. You will have learned along the way. And you know, there's, I, like, I want to get to a point in time where I actually break my own product, which is telling people that there's certain careers that they best match for that I can't offer them. Like, right. if you want to become a firefighter uh, and that requires in-person training, I want to be able to tell you that that's the best path for you and that 
you know, here's the best place to go and get that that learning. Uh, but, you know, we don't we, we can't offer that job necessarily online. You got to go to your go out in the woods, start a fire in a wastebasket. <laughs> call me back in a week. Yeah. But, you know, to an extent, yes, all of that's possible because, look, we've got all this data on people in the world and jobs. LinkedIn has it. Indeed has it, et cetera. You go and you take 100,000 people in, you know, a certain role in marketing. Say it's like your associate social media manager. Of those 100,000 people, you can create models that tell us, all right, the people in these roles that gain these jobs uh, acquired these 10 skills before they ever got there. And it was through a combination of past jobs. It was through a combination of certain uh, courses they took in school. Maybe we can find out from their major what, what it was specifically, even if their major was applicable. All of those are real data points, right, that we evaluate to then see who are you today? What could you be and what is the best path for you? Uh, and, and like you said, pivoting is, is a big part of it. Like you might come back and realize, okay, I thought I wanted to be, you know, a CMO someday. I wanted to be like a chief, like, you know, chief level person, but wow, the more I'm managing people now, I'm realizing I hate that part of the job. I don't want to ever have to fire people. I don't want to ever have to be responsible for people's livelihoods. Uh, I just want to be the best producer I can be or best contributor to my team. And so as a marketer today, uh, you know, on this social media team, like I'm going to pivot to whatever else, uh, you know, that might make sense, like being a content creator or, you know. Um, you know, we kind of started with this at the top. We were talking about how information things are moving so fast. Right. This is sort of, it, it, you know, it's, it's very easy to get caught up in the conversation around us as people. Like we're just, we learn different or, you know, attention span. But just the reality is like, careers and technology and tools and use case, like everything is, is evolving so quickly that like, this isn't a knock on anybody. This is just a fact. Like Adobe has like seven new products a year. Yeah. So like, just because I, like I went to school, my undergrad was in marketing, advertising and marketing. I was using Adobe Photoshop in 2005. The shit's different now. There's like 20 tools that are on it that I have to use. By the way, I can also use Canva. Like there's a million different things. I use this stuff, it's just, it's just evolving and we got to evolve with it. It's so like, I think I want to pivot towards the future kind of conversation a little bit. Like the reality is like, and I, I guess it's kind of crazy because schools are doing really well, right? Financially. Well, not all, but many are. Right. And I don't know that that's going to keep up like that for a whole hell of a lot longer. It certainly isn't if there's an actual real, I mean, we already had some bailout, but like a real bail. If there's a real bailout, I promise you people are gonna be pissed off and these schools and endowments are gonna be uh, in trouble. But regardless of that, I don't think that education groups came to realize that they're in the business of, they're information dealers, like car dealers, but information dealers. You gotta repackage it, put a new, new color, new paint, new rims, get this thing going. And they never really got into that. And so I'm wondering, to get to the question, I'm wondering, how does a company like Auto fit into that? Because I feel like there's a, a massive opportunity for you to do exactly what you're doing now. But I feel like once, you know, once a Goliath is on one knee and Auto is pulling the sword, like <laughs> there's, there's an opportunity to leverage and be like, look, why don't we make education for like, you know, I don't know, crazy thought here like how people live today. Like what is, what do you think is the perfect scenario where, and, and maybe the answer to you is like auto wins, but like, is there a scenario where you see like kind of everyone playing together in an ecosystem and sharing the revenues and it just sort of is actually for once good for the, the user? I do. Um, so just to quickly though, 
address the bailouts. Like, I actually think that's the universities benefit off of that. Like oh, when the sure. government bails people out, it's telling the universities that it's okay to put people in debt. The government will save them. Like, it's not your fault. We, we have to be holding these places responsible for putting kids in debt sentences yeah. starting at 18 years old. Like, it's terrible. We, um, we make sure we say that more often. The debt sentence thing is... It's a, it's a sentence. It. Like, it's such a great law. 21 years, when you're 18 sentence. years old, you haven't even lived that much life and you're committing to that. It's yeah. crazy. Oh my God. To get back to like, like what you were just saying, I think that the, the universities, like they're all realizing to an extent they have to evolve. They're creating online curriculum. They've created, um, like I think the University of Arizona has a ton of amazing like online curriculum. I know Harvard yeah. is creating online courses and even certificates. And they're seeing the value in those because they can sell certificates to basically anyone and courses to anyone online and not even have to, you know, have space for them in an auditorium, right? They can only admit so many students. So I think from that perspective, they're going to be able to reach a lot of, like we would be able to adapt to them, right? If they came to right. us and said, we want to put our courses in the auto ecosystem to be a part of um, how you stitch together unique curriculum for people we would probably be in favor and we would let the algorithm decide if their curriculum and the skills that are attained from those courses are as valuable as the competitors. This is right. like, we just let tech do that work, um, but they're welcome to be a player in it. The use case I see for these universities and colleges, I actually think it ends up being sports. It ends up being like incubator like models. So if you're trying to find a cohort of people within an industry and you want to work together on a project or a, a study, research, et cetera, that's the value I see in college and university. I, I don't see much value in just trying to gain skills to make money in the job market and going there for that. I don't know. It just doesn't seem valuable. So you're, you're basically saying that colleges is going to become what brick and mortar retail is. Yes. Like it's, I, go yeah. to, I go to the Louis Vuitton to store it. for the experience. I don't actually buy the fucking purse there. You're right. Like, I don't, that's exactly it. You don't have to go to the store anymore to buy what you want. You go there because you want to maybe try something on and you want to, you know, you enjoy the experience of talking to someone about the different items that came in stock and whatever else, right? Like that has to be the value of, of these places and they should leverage tools like auto, quite honestly, right? Like your college counselor that's helping you pick the major you're going to commit to four years. What? Like wh what makes them qualify? Oh, that was the best. That's <laughs> That's a separate, we're not going to go deep into this because that's a separate podcast. The idea for anyone who's listening, who's actually like gotten to know me over the years, the idea of in high school, somebody telling me what the fuck I'm doing when I'm 40 and like asking me legitimately questions. And I just remember I was such a smart ass. I was like, he's like, what do you view? And I was like, basically my goal is to not be doing whatever you're doing. <laughs> like what, what does failure look like this? this is what failure <laughs> He's like, Jesus, right? Like, who are you to tell me? You don't even know me. And, and you, you got my even... school ID number. That's about as much as you know about me. And, and they don't even know what the job market is going to look like no. in 20 years. That's the other thing, right? It's constantly evolving. Two years ago, you know, there wasn't like TikTok wasn't really the biggest hire, oh. right? Or employer. Now it's like really inching up there. And it's a real industry to be an influencer on there or social media manager for TikTok or create an agency, whatever it is. Like, it's insane how fast we move. What makes them qualified? I mean, I'll tell you, like, I guess... My mom, you know, I, I, I'm not knocking teachers and stuff here because I'm married to one and I grew up with nothing but teachers. So this isn't uh, shitting on the, the plan. It's just, 
someone who lives a little bit on the outside, just kind of telling you what's going on, like a little bit ahead of time, you got to make some changes here. Right. Uh, I, I totally agree with you in, you know, I, I don't know any more you than you do or anybody else does. I, I think on like what the future will hold, but I do think that there's this, there's a unique opportunity to make uh, school about experience experiences. Like, why can't you spend a portion of your year? You're already off in the summer anyway. Like why not do 50, 50 and have remote and have a job and then come in and, and work on workshops. And like, you're already seeing, you see companies doing it, retail, big boxes doing it. Like schools are going to do it. I, I totally think that that would be a mutter, a much better use of time with the exception of course, of like, you know, medical field and stuff where you have to do your 10,000 hours before you get the degree. Like I get it. It's different. I fully agree. I see a lot of value in that. Like that's the, that's what Gary Vee preaches. Though. Like he'll be like, don't go to college, go spend a year traveling the world with that tuition instead and, and figure right. out what you want to do like that. Um, I don't necessarily fully agree with that, but like right. to an extent, I do think there is a lot of value in that thought process and how colleges could pivot to that because that is a lot of what people find value out of their universities or programs is like, I had the opportunity to go study abroad for the first time and like be in another country. And sometimes it's, it is more affordable to be able to go and do that. And it's safer with, you know, people your age and you get to meet people and whatever else. Right. But those are the experiences that bring value. And so the in-between time, it should just be remote. You should take courses online. And if you really have to take them in person um, or with people online, that exists too, right? Like, right. There are tons of companies. I every day get, you know, various friends sending me new companies. Like, look at how they're trying to approach education. They're teaching with all of these influencers in real time via webinars. Um, or like, here's, you know, Duolingo. Like, it's literally a game to, to learn how to learn a language. Like, there's a whole spectrum of the ways people learn. And, and really, college doesn't adapt to that, except the experience part. That's That's what they get. That's what they got to... And there's nothing like, look, there's, there's a, a definitely a value to that. I, I just think it's, it's gotten to a point where like the value, no matter how good a time I had, right. Like it just doesn't add up to a couple hundred thousand in debt. Like it just doesn't. And the other challenge is, so my experience specifically in college, I studied environmental studies and I was trying to create a major at the time. I wanted to go into agriculture and uh, I, like I had been raising chickens back in high school. I would sell eggs. I would breed turtles, sell turtles. Um, but like I wanted to study agriculture, go into that field. And the whole dream was to like make a, a more humane, friendlier agriculture industry people would love again. Um, me being very young and perhaps a little naive, but that was the dream. And I wanted to create a major that would support me in that. So it would be half business, half like agriculture, environmental science courses. And it couldn't happen. I tried so hard. I, and like, no matter how much I tried, even at this school that was supposed to be, I went to Colorado College, it was supposed to be like a really, um, you know, unique experience in how they would teach curriculum and, and what choices you had, et cetera. Um, I couldn't do it. They wouldn't let me do it. And so that was part of the moment where I was like, this doesn't make sense to me. I kind of know what I want to do, or at least the first job I want out of school why would I not be able to tailor my education that I'm paying for here to better serve that experience? Why do I have to take these nine courses that are for me to become like a, you know, a scientist in a lab and replace those with business courses because I only need the other, you know, ag courses to be able to understand an industry, not at a biological level. Right. So like, you know, that, that was really one of the moments where it was like, this is wrong. This is broken. I had a very similar experience at almost every level of my education. And I, again, I, it's not meant for everyone. 
you right. know, and it, it's not also meant to like schools can't cater to people like us either. We are going to be different. I just think that there's going to have to be some pretty significant changes or you're just going to lose people. And like, if you want to talk about like the socioeconomics of it, you're just creating a deeper and deeper divide. Like the people who have money are going to go to college and they're going to have the best of everything. And the club's just going to get thicker and thicker. Like right. we, we have to at least give people options. And to be honest, like, if auto grows into a massive billion dollar plus company and it's success, like it could do it in a number of ways. It could literally be a multi-billion dollar business. It's just like the first two years out of high school, you do this, figure out what you want to do, learn how to test some shit out. And then if it becomes plumber, you go that route, you go to, you know, creative arts is this route. I'll be a singer. I'm going to go here, a doctor, a lawyer, like you don't have to make decisions today, just give you choices. And I think that's, what's cool about what you're building. I agree. That's that's like the, the ideal future for the young person to, is hopefully really bright. That's who we're starting with today. But even looking at the future, I want to be able to take someone that's been out of the workforce for 10 years. Maybe they're being a parent, maybe they had an injury or maybe, you know, something happened in their life. They didn't, they couldn't be working or didn't want to. And now they have to figure out what from my past do I still know and am competent at and what new skills do I need to be competitive and relevant in today's job market? And figuring that out is is often challenging, but that's we hope to be able to figure that out um, for those people later on in the future. And it really shouldn't be too far of a challenge. Just right now, we're focused on the young people because that that's where the demand is. Like people are looking at college, saying, "I need an alternative. This makes no sense." And online learning is there, but it's it's disjointed, and your data is siloed. It doesn't help you. Like you got to think about it the way that these bigger companies did in tech, Facebook, et cetera, right? Like they went and started buying all these different companies and trying to find all these different ways to track you and get your data, um, et cetera, to deliver the best experience to you. Some people hate that. Um, and that's, that's, that's one thing, but what we do is it's, it's all consensual. We, you know, you come to us and we assess you and you know, you're answering these questions and we're trying to right. understand you to, to help make the same type of predictions for you. Um, but that actually benefit you. <laughs> I mean, so. look, uh, pro tip for anyone in the education, actually anyone in any business, if your customer base is born in 1990 or later, they value personalization more than they value you. Yeah. So whoever wants to win, create the most, and I'm not just saying that because I sell personalized songs, <laughs> like personalize the education around what that, you need. everyone's different now. We all have a different algorithm that guides us through life and social media. So no wonder every conversation of what I had with you is different from what the next person and what you think and what you think it takes to get that. Like it, we're all different. And right. we now have the ability to actually do this. And it, it, someone is going to win the space. Maybe it's someone. you, maybe it's somebody else. It could be anyone. Yeah, it's, it's that's the startup game, right? It's like, we all are realizing there's a problem here and there's tons of players trying to approach you know, for the sake well, of this show, I hope it's you. <laughs> I hope so too. <laughs> and for you, yeah. of course. And for yeah, you, of course. Honestly. Um, yeah. It's it's an interesting time to be in ed tech. <laughs> no, it, it is. And I, I've seen it over the last five years. We talked about this on the call. Like literally the 2015 technology showcases, I was seeing sort of the approach of like, how do we relieve pressure for teachers in the grade network? And then it was, you know, uh, Shaley Barnwall with Elevate K-12. And she's like literally bringing classroom learning remotely online before COVID. And now she's raised a shit ton of money. Um, and, and now it's you and it, we had the folks on, uh, I forget the name of the company, but they were bought by Chegg. You kind of referenced what they were, what they did, which was the, they did the dual classroom so that 
we could basically take classes together and do homework together and that kind of thing. Um, yeah. You're it's just evolving and it's going to continue to do so. So I uh, really appreciate you doing this and taking the time and sharing auto with us. Uh, where do people go to sign up for it, to try it? Is there anything else that we need to know? Where do we follow you? How do we keep up with what's going on? Sure. So uh, to go to, uh, to join auto, you go to auto.com, A-U-D-O.com and uh, you sign up and you can right now at this point, we're in our beta phase, but you sign up, you fill out the form and then we'll pull you off the wait list and get you an invite. Uh, to start taking the assessments and start taking courses and you know awesome. if you the first course or two we recommend you some jobs to start uh and then you know we're meet auto on all socials and i'm milan Kordestani on all socials awesome i really appreciate you taking the time thank you scott thanks for taking the time to have this amazing conversation if you're interested in self-directed investing from startups to crypto and public markets my Substack is a great way to learn how professional investors screen review and pull the trigger on deals Join the largest community of micro-investors and startup founders on Substack by going to katoon.com.